Talk Recorded live. Hello, and thank you to everybody who is patient enough to wait through all that. I was having a lot of problems with Skype. Welcome to the relaunch of the Project Shadow Informant live on TalkShoe. I am new to the format, and I am new to doing any kinds of call-in or interactive talk, so I hope that this works out. I'm very excited to be bringing the show back to you all, and hopefully we can have a good time with it. I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Eric Dorsett. I am a science fiction fantasy writer who writes under the name of C.E. Dorsett and currently has one book in print, Liquid Sky, book one in the Legend of the Jade Moon series. I also have a novel being serialized in Amazon.com titled Fate's Horror. The first two parts of that are out, Deus Ex Machina and Night Terror. What we are going to be doing here is kind of talking about what's going on in the world of science fiction and fantasy and talking about, well, anything that comes to mind, really. Most of the topics for discussion on the show will come from the Project Shadow Tumblr, which can be found at projectshadow.com, where I tag and mark all kinds of interesting news items that I think would be fun to talk about. Um, having said that, I'd like to welcome everybody who's listening, and let's get the show on the road. For those of you who are members, for those of you who are members of the Project Shadow forums, you will have noticed that we've been adding a lot of video content lately. We're very excited to be offering premium video content to you all, and we hope that you like what we have. Thanks to Corey Doctorow at Boing Boing for giving us the heads up. The most recent video that we've added to the site is A Gentleman's Duel, which is a steampunk film of about nine minutes, one of the funniest shorts I've seen in a long time, two horribly sexist men fighting for the right to woo a poor poor woman who deserves so much better than them. The show in its entirety has been uploaded to the, to the forums. Again, that's at projectshadow.com. The Mythopoeic winners have been named. For, those, for any of you who follow me at all, you know that I am fascinated by the concept of mythopoeism, which is the ability to tell myths through more modern means of either fantasy or science fiction in the spirit of, well, they say J.R.R. Tolkien, C.S. Lewis, and Charles Williams. I personally would question whether Lewis belongs in that category, but that's a personal bias on my part. At MythCon 38 in Berkeley, they announced the winners. The Mississippi Fantasy Award for Adult Literature went to Solstice Wood by Patricia A. McKillop. The Mississippi Fantasy Award for Children's Literature went to Carbenic by Kathleen Fisher. The Mississippi Scholarship Award went in Inkling's Studies, went to J.R.R. Tolkien Companion and Guide by Christina Skull and Wayne G. Hammond. The Mississippi Scholarship Award in Myth and Fantasy Studies went to Gemstone of Paradise, The Holy Grail in Wolfram's Parts of All by G. Roland Murphy. 
And I have to say at this point, for anybody who hasn't read Wolfram Foundation Box, parts of all, it is probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, of the Arthurian tales, where the story of the Holy Grail is taken completely anew in what was one of the great serials of its day. Wolfram came every week and told a chapter of this before the princes and gathered throng who came to listen to him and the story develops and grows as time goes on. One of the most interesting hooks, I think, of Wolfram's parts of the series is his belief that the Grail was actually stolen from heaven by the neutral angels, the angels who did not decide to side with either or the devil in the war that took place, and that they scurried it off to earth where neither side could use it for their advantage. Very interesting idea, very interesting philosophical and religious idea there. Um, Wolfram kind of backs off on that a little bit because he took some heat from the bishops. As you can imagine, they were not too happy about him praising someone other than those who took the side of God, but it was all in all a great story. Now, this story just breaks my heart. For those of you who have been following on the blog, you know I've been writing constantly about the new Star Trek film. And the rumors are going crazy, and unfortunately a lot of the rumors keep coming true. The current rumor that just has my heart broken is the idea that Tom Cruise is going to make an appearance in the new Star Trek. I don't even know what he would be doing in the film. I don't know that after his little spat with um, on TV about postpartum depression and all that. Anybody really wants to see him with Bookshield on television? I don't know that anybody wants to see him in a movie again. I know personally I'm a bit done with him. And if it turns out to be something like Christian Slater's appearance in Star Trek Undiscovered Country, what is the point of that? Just to pay some actor a whole bunch of bucks to show up for five minutes to say and do absolutely nothing. Well, hopefully this, well, I've been hoping that this movie will not come to pass. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Rumor has it that he may be playing Christopher Pike, the original captain of the Starship Enterprise. Uh, I can't see it, but then again, I can't see recasting the original show anyway. I think, I personally, I think this is a mistake. Star Trek is not Battlestar Galactica. The original series of Battlestar Galactica left so much up to the imagination that you could go back, recast it, and reimagine it and bring it forward. Star Trek has such a deep mythology within the series, not only the original series, but all the shows that followed. I can't see what they think they're going to get out of it by trying to bring new actors into these classic roles. I just personally don't see it. I think Jeffrey Hunter... I think we have to remember Jeffrey Hunter playing the original captain. They went through trying to get that original show on air with a female first officer. They they tried hard. What can we say? But hopefully, hopefully Tom Cruise will not be in the next Star Trek movie. But at this point, I wouldn't really be surprised by anything at all that they could throw into the next Star Trek movie. And the last topic from the 
Tumblr for today that I think we're going to talk about is the Wii got its update. Noticed last night when we were watching television, all of a sudden my Wii started glowing bright blue and flashing all over the place, and I wasn't sure what went on. And sure enough, finally the long-awaited update to the Wii arrived. It's here. It installed itself, and it was absolutely nothing. From what I've been able to gather, they've given you the ability to see highlights of weather and news on the main Wii menu, and they've added a better search option to the Wii shopping channel. Personally, I think there's quite a few things that the Wii interface needs to become viable. I mean, I love my Wii, don't get me wrong, I play almost every day, but the Wii Internet channel seriously needs to have Flash 9 installed in it. And until that happens, there's really little to no point in it. Most of the streaming content, with the exception of YouTube and a few similar sites, are completely unviewable with it, and the text it's so small to read, there really is no point to having a channel in the first place. And so I guess that's my rant for the day. Um, really sorry to keep you all waiting. This is, like I said before, an, exper- an experiment to see what we can do on here. Personally, just to update everyone on my career, I am working on the next installment of Fate's Horror right now. The second, the third chapter should be. I'm working on the next chapter right now. Having a lot of fun writing it. Having a lot of fun with the feedback you guys have been giving me. Letting me know what you like and what you don't like. Since I haven't done a podcast since Shoreleaf, I'd like to say, hey, everybody that we met at Shoreleaf, we had a great time at the convention. I'm glad everybody turned out. I'm talking with Tom, trying to get that news list email listserv up that we talked about at the convention, but you know, Tom's been very, very busy and we'll see what happens with that you know, again today to make sure he gets notes out to everybody. Um, we are doing our best to attend Farpoint and we're not going to be able to attend Archon, which is, I believe, this coming weekend or last weekend. <laughs> Things have been very busy, budgets have been very tight, and projects keep getting thrown at me. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to attend ARCOM this year. Hope to attend next year, though. Looking for other conventions. Anything that you guys think that I should go to, please go to the forums and let me know. Let me hear from you where you want me to be, and we will do our best to get there. The sixth chapter, the fifth episode of Liquid Sky, has come out on the podcast. Brian did an incredible job recording it. He actually has several episodes ready. We're going through editing them right now. I think he is doing so good reading them. He's doing much better than I did, I must say. (laughs) Hard for me to read my own works. But that, that is out. We are trying to get more people listening to that, as you can imagine. Please, please, please tell your friends about the podcast. Let them know that it's out there. And let us know what you think. Do you like it when we have sound effects in there? I heard a lot of things from people that it made it hard to read when you were cycling and out walking. We're contemplating maybe doing multiple versions of the podcast 
one with sound effects and another without sound effects and music. So that no matter, you can kind of pick and choose. For those of you who listen to your cars, you seem to like the sound effects. You seem to like the more cinematic feel of the podcast the way it had been. But for some of you who use it on the bus, you use it where you're in a noisy environment, you said it made it harder for you to hear. So we do listen. We have in the last couple episodes reduced the amount of extraneous sound that we're putting in as much as possible um, to still be able to tell the story. The music has been entirely cut out because I do agree with you. If you are in a noisy environment, that probably would make it harder to hear. But we have episode five out now. Episode six is on schedule to be out this Sunday, this Saturday, and more of that on the on the horizon. Is there anything that anybody in the talk shoe audience would like to talk about before I go? This is a very new experience to me, and I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in live and listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed. We are going to try to be doing this podcast on a regular basis. It is going to be a variable length, and it is going to hopefully get more feedback from you all. It will be almost every day at around 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern, um, because that's one of the best times for me. I have a lull in my business day. Unfortunately, it's not the end of my business day. I pretty much go from working on the website to working on the books and the fiction at about this time. So that's the best time for me to get on. I'll get on. We'll go through and talk about what's on the Tumblr and whatever's on you guys on your minds. All right. Hope you have fun. Talk to you all later. Bye.